Well, good morning, George. Hi, Carlos. How you doing, man? I am uh, a combination of very relaxed and very hyper because of the Brazilian muscle relaxers and the cold brew coffee that you got me this morning. Perfect. Oh, oh that's God. a that's a great combination <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> it's like my body doesn't want to move, but my brain can see tomorrow. <laughs> Your body's like, I don't know. I'll be. Should I be hyper or should I be relaxed? I don't know. Let's see. Uh, it's just battling itself. Like, it's like a hippie speedball, you know, like, <laughs> have you ever done that? No. So hippie, I, they, they, a friend of mine told me once that a hippie speedball is when you smoke a joint and then you drink coffee because oh like the God. coffee is supposed to like get you the caffeine high, but then the marijuana like levels you out. So it's called like a hippie speedball. Oh my God. Yeah. That sounds like I would, it, for me, I, I feel like I would just feel like this trapped within my body and it would be a nightmare for me to do something like that there is definitely uh, there's you can definitely consume too many like drugs or mood altering substances to the point where you just end up stuck oh my god it's and it sucks like i got i once got stuck on the dance floor at a gay circuit party on the beach and that's like the worst place to get stuck because you want to be like having fun and dancing but i just like i did the wrong combination of things and the next thing i knew i was like in the corner meowing to myself just meow. what do you mean stuck like you got like stuck like like in your brain like you can no there's certain like okay so there's like you can take ecstasy and that manipulates your serotonin. And so you feel like really good. So the body feels good. Sensory experiences are very heightened. So everything is brighter. The sounds are clearer. Um, that your, your senses are just very heightened. And so, um, and your inhibitions are lowered. So you have this like feeling of euphoria. So you're like really happy and you're dancing, but then if you mix it with other stuff, like in, I think that day was, I don't remember, but there was other stuff that was being passed around and snorted and smoked. And the combination went from the feeling went away from that and towards like, just like in, instead of being able to like focus on what was going on, on the outside, I became very internalized. And I just felt like locked in my body. And if I, I just, I can no longer feel, I would hear the music and I would want to move, but I just felt like I could not move. And so, yeah, I was like, it was like being locked up. It was sucked. It was terrible. Do you remember like what you felt emotionally in that moment? Was it frustration uh, yeah. or like very, it was very like frustrating, scary? Like, like where you feel no, scared? No, no, I wasn't scared. Um, I just was like, oh, well, this sucks. Like, this is not the feeling I want to have. So I had to like oh, walk. I'm trapped. I'm like, I was like, okay, let's walk out of here. Let's go like take a break. Let's like, you know, go like get some air and breathe and try to calm ourselves down. Wow. So yeah, I like did a bunch of shots. Shots? <laughs> yeah. Of like of Alcohol, liquor? yeah. On top of all that? Very likely. Something Holy has to take shit. over. Like you got to like, it's like throwing water on a fire. You know, you got to like gotta turn out the fire so it's like hey let's get off of this high and get on to the next one you know I, I think in one of the episodes i was like oh i wish that you know we we all could have met you know 20 years ago <laughs> you know thinking that that we'd all be like just as good friends as we are today but then when you really go back to our history it's like we were such different people at that point and i can't picture you in that state i can't picture you in that in, i can picture you dancing clearly i uh -huh. have a clear vision of you dancing not a problem everything else you mentioned i i cannot picture that so i mean crazy. it's the same thing because it's no different. I still love to dance and I back then it was always about dancing, but for the the drugs and the and the alcohol were just to like lower the inhibitions from 
lowered my inhibitions because I would get really, I was really self-conscious. And so the first time I took ecstasy, I was like, this is, a, I, I remember thinking, this is it. I was like, yes. And it was just joy. And I was like, and I was not just dancing. I was dancing like on top of a speaker box. You were that guy. I was that guy. Just like loving it. <laughs> loving it. Having a fabulous time. And you're a good dancer. Thanks. Yeah, you really are. You know, so I, I could see, I could see how in that state you're like, I'm going to get on the speaker and I'm going to get away with it because I'm a fucking good dancer. I once got asked to come, I was asked to step off of the speaker at um, a straight dance club once. Um, okay. And that was unfortunate for me because I didn't want to get down. And the security <laughs> guard made it very clear that the speaker boxes were only for the ladies. <laughs> and then I remember thinking I can either fight with this security guard and get thrown out or I can just come off of the speaker box. And like, I really thought about it for like okay. a second. Or you could just say, I, and I definitely <laughs> pretended not to hear him for a, a, like an alarming amount of time. <laughs> like George should have known better. I was about to get like, he put his hands on me. Oh shit. I'm going to need you to come down now. I was like, Oh, and you're like, right, but I, but I'm a big lady. I'm like, I didn't keep my shirt off. I didn't take my shirt off. I was gonna, <laughs> I was about to, I think that's what it was. They're like, we need to get this. Someone remove the stripper from the box. Oh my God. Yeah. It's not what the boys at space want to. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, for me, I mean, I, I, I have moments where I'm like, well, I, I'm just, I'm just really happy that I'm alive. Uh, you know, cause there are moments that, you know, I probably driven a car when I shouldn't have driven a car. Mm -hmm. And those moments where you wake up and you're like, oh, OK, I'm, I'm home. How did I get here? And mm -hmm. then you find find out you drove, you know, and you're like, oh, my goodness. So I mean, I have those experiences, but like, uh, no, but things like that. No, I don't remember. I mean, I think maybe when I was like 21, it might have even been my 21st birthday. I got carried out of a place um, and things like that. But. But 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 that, but alcohol is the only it's, it was the heaviest thing I have ever did. I never tried did anything else, which is you know. I mean, um, is it because you're like risk averse? Like you're like I don't want to do that because I don't want to mess with it, or or what? Or no, what? I just it, it, honestly it was never presented to me. And I think there's something. You went to private school in Miami. How is how were you not around it? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I went to a high school where steroids were being shot in the locker room. Uh, I know that people were doing heavier stuff. I just, I don't know if there's something about me that maybe, no, let's not introduce Carlos to it. Or I don't know. You said no to drugs. I did. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I smoked marijuana, I think two or three times in my life. Uh, and I just, I just went straight to sleep each time. Okay. I, I was non-functioning. It would, didn't do anything for me. And I felt like shit for days after. Oh, okay. And yeah. So, and literally, and it's not, people think I'm exaggerating and, but my wife can vouch for me. It is not like I smoke and then I'm like hanging out for a few minutes and then I fall asleep. It is like the joint still in my hand. I fall asleep kind of thing. Lights like, out. Lights out. Yeah. So no point in doing that. So I never did that again. So it was just alcohol. And now I'm, I think, I think tomorrow's my 150th day, you know? Hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. I had somebody approach me the other day saying, hey, you know, I'm really, really happy for you, you know, in your recovery process. And I'm like, oh, I'm not but in you're recovery. recovery. I'm not in recovery. It was a life decision. Like it's Sobriety not, does not I, nece- doesn't necessarily mean recovery. I know. I, I mean, know. for some people, it's they're, they're hand in hand. But I can totally see how they're not they're you know, that they can be mutually exclusive. I'm just right. Yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean. But I, I like you had never reached the point where alcohol had become like a detriment in your life and your relationship to it had become what's the unmanageable? Yeah, unmanageable or affecting my everyday life and my productivity and there's like a never. thing that they use in NA like we it's like one of the we believe that we had become powerless in our addictions and our use of substances had become unmanageable. It's like their right, like, right. Where, their where, whole mantra. Yeah, yeah, where where when I when I decided to stop out, I just looked at the alcohol and I'm like, that's it. It's over where, you know, I know for us, some other people, it's like this substance has a huge power over yeah. me and I don't know how I'm going to part ways with it. And that's, you know, the, where the one day at a time, uh, you know, comes from, you know, as long as I get through the day, then, then, then I'm winning, you know? So that's, that thankfully, thankfully wasn't me. So, uh, yeah. but, but man, but, but anyway, but going back to, to you and, and, and my muscle and, relaxers. And the, yeah, muscle relaxers. <laughs> what made you want to take the muscle relaxers? Guy, it is. I, this week has been so hard at the gym. Yeah, it was. It is really, really hard. And normally, when I first started working out, like when I first started using CrossFit as like my fitness, um, I was told that you should follow a schedule of like three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off. So it's like you go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, rest on Thursday, and then go Friday, Saturday, rest on Sunday. And that's like a good schedule. That's a good like way to train. Um, and then um, I know that like at our gym, they usually program one of those days as like a rest, active recovery workout day. So we can theoretically go like six days a week, which is what I've been doing. Um, it just so happens that I feel like there wasn't one this week. Like the active recovery workout this week whooped my fucking ass. Okay. My abs are still sore. Okay. So it was a hundred. The workout included 182 sit-ups for the people who don't go to our gym. And that's a lot of sit-ups. And maybe you people think like, oh, that's like super chill or, um, I don't know. I just challenge anybody on this podcast or who listens to this podcast to try to do 182 sit-ups and 182 push-ups. You know, break it up however you want. And then calories on the bike. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not even making them do the calories on the bike, you know, or like, or like, you know, do like a 100 meter, you know, jog, you know, like jog up and down your street and then break up 182 pushups and 182 sit-ups, however you want. And tell me how that's recovery. Right. Because right. it's not, yeah. I was dying. So when we, and you were so good as my partner to like, keep me like, keep me going. Cause I really was wanted to tap out. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I wasn't going to let you top out. You weren't. We were just going to keep going at whatever pace, and we were going to finish whenever we finished. I and had that the was goal it. of finishing, and then I had the goal of finishing under the time cap. Okay. And so I was like, okay, we're going to finish this workout no matter what. And then I saw that we were going to finish under the time cap, and I was like, we need, I, need to push to, and I need to push to finish under the time cap, which is when recovery went out the window. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> when recovery went right out the window. Right. <laughs> Well, you know, it was it was really cool because it's it was one of those where in the moment you you feel like, oh, you know, 
we're maybe we're falling behind or maybe you know we're not going to get but then when we looked at the scores at the end of the day we did better than a lot of the other teams I mean, we finished. that day yeah and we finished so it was so there you go it's a, it's just it's a, the the sign of you know pushing harder pushing yourself harder you know and uh and and i think that i think it was great it, to, to me i just ha- I, I i just happened to have a good um sit up day okay because I think since the gauntlet, George and I did this workout called the, it's part of Wadapalooza called the gauntlet. It's just a one-time thing without having to participate all three days. The Thursday before all the workouts start, you can participate in a workout called the gauntlet. And one of the, one of the wads had a lot of sit-ups. So there was that day. So that was back in January. Mm -hmm. And then we've had some other workouts where it's been, you know, core intensive, so when we started that wad, I was like, I'm going to struggle on the sit-ups. And I just had one of those breakthrough days where I did not struggle at all. So it was great because we kept pushing, you know, like, uh, you know, we kept pushing each other. And I, I, I was able to, like, say, all right, you know, because your leg was cramping up. You were doing, like, this <laughs> style of sit-up that I'd never seen before where, like, one <laughs> leg was, like, kind of inward. The other leg was straight. It was such a shit show. It was amazing. I was just, like, I'm, I'm just observing. And I'm like, okay. Hey man, that's one way of doing yeah, it. As long as you're getting it done. My partner's going through it right now and uh <laughs> I'm just gonna chill. You know? So that so that was and then but then and then we had Friday. So now speaking of Wadapalooza, Wadapalooza, the online challenge and qualifier started. Which I have a bone to pick with you. Why? You have after so people who don't know, Carlos and I work out basically every day together. We take the same class together. And usually um, as at the beginning of every class, the person who's the coaching the class will do their announcements um, and whatnot. And lately, one of the announcements has been, you know, to sign up for Wadapalooza um, officially and log your scores officially. And Carlos and I are the peanut gallery of the class. And we're like, nope, not going to do it. Uh we're going to take it easy this year and I'm going to focus on other things because we're going to both sign up for the gauntlet. And then out of nowhere, Carlos Escania, licensed mental health counselor, underscore whatever, <laughs> following on Instagram, fucking signs up, leaving me holding a bag all by myself. You signed up. Chip signed up. I'm pretty sure all the Milwaukee guys signed up. And I'm over here like on my little piece of, on my little raft, like, no, not gonna do it. Gonna hold out strong. Oh my god! We're not gonna like. <laughs> and so now I basically have to decide between now and tomorrow. Yeah. If I'm gonna, and I'm not, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, I'm gonna sign you up right now as we're talking. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, it I'm was, gonna gift it to you real quick. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna sign up. It's well. Here's the thing. Okay, here's what happened. Um, it's Sean's fault. It, Sean is one of he's co-owner of Soul and he's a uh, he's one of my favorite people on the planet. Uh-huh. What does he have to do with you know? I'll explain. Yeah, so so I have a soft spot for Sean because he's I've learned so much from him and I admire him and you know and, and it's just been he's been with a big part of this journey for me. Mm. So I have a soft spot. So mm. I, it's every time Sean is like, hey guys, you know, why don't you guys sign up for this? At first, I'll, you know, like I was with you in the peanut gallery, like, mm-hmm. nope, not going to do it, not going to do it. But then like when you get, you know, when, when he's like, man, I wish more people would have signed up for this. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to let him down. So I just went and I registered. So thank you, Sean. 
Yeah, thanks, Sean. So now George is going to sign up, and we're all very excited because here's the thing. I, I figure we, we, who is we? Because we <laughs> on this couch are not all excited. Well, we we don't have to part. We don't have to do Waterpalooza. I just want to have the option just in case. If we place for any type of category, you're going to set able- yourself up to work out for. Th- okay, you, we had this talk, and you're like, and I was trying originally to put together because. I, I, what I thought was in the past, Wadapalooza had has has had a team division which allowed three people um, to work out together. So it's like three men or three teams of three, right? All of the same gender. And so my idea was to put like Yumi and Chip to work out as a team together for the weekend. But then that's not an option anymore because the only team option is two males, two females. Right. Um, and so I'm not doing that. Um, and. So now it's like, okay, well, we're just going to sign up for the gauntlet if they have the gauntlet again. Right. But now all you guys are like, oh, no, we're going to sign up for a skilled individual. Well, no, we're and just like, doing the qualifier. Whatever. We don't know if gonna, what's going to happen. We don't know if we're going to even qualify to do that three-day All event. I'm saying is that you've put your energy out there into a different space, and I wasn't there for that. Damn. And But you could be. You want me to sign you up real quick? <laughs> I'll sign you up right now. <laughs> The, the, uh, the, the, and the, the funny thing is, is like, I'm very likely going to end up signing up anyways. Um, and it's just like, I don't, I, I don't know why I go through this like whole like mental masturbation every time. Like, <laughs> not paha mental, you know, like, <laughs> paha mental. it's like, why do I even, I can't, I don't even know how to like finish that sentiment other than it's like, well, fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, here's, fine. we had, we, you know, you pay the 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 registration just to have How the option it? open. It's like it's fifty like, bucks, no, right? No, 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 no. It's twenty five bucks. Okay, yeah, that's less. And bad. and you know, we have the option just in case we qualify and we decide we want to do it. You know what it is? I know what it is. I've done Wadapalooza as an individual. Like I have gone through all of Wadapalooza weekend as an individual. I did individual RX like in two thousand and thirteen, and that shit is hard. Well, that's why I'm going scaled and it's still hard. Maybe even beginner. It's hard. You're not a beginner. We've already discussed this. Okay. Um, it is. It's three days of working out, and not not to mention that there's other things going on for Wadapalooza because Tact Mind might have a booth there. You and I are going to do a live broadcast from there. So there's like things I'm going to have to be doing in between if I were to participate, which is why I'm thinking I probably won't. I'll just do the, I'll, I'm going to stick to my plan of doing the gauntlet and then being there all three days and maybe, you know, the universe can send us some media passes or something and we can like maybe interview some Mawaka elite athletes and you know that's what at least that's what I was that'd be awesome that's what I, that'd that's be way more vision. awesome than doing Wadapalooza three days I'll tell you that right so that's the vision I had so I'm like mixing worlds here so I don't know all I all I'm saying is that right now I haven't I've only committed to doing the the qualifier and that's all for now and I'm just gonna take it one step at a time because we have a lot of other things going on and 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 uh, we'll see. We'll see. But yesterday was the first wad of that qualifier. Yeah. How did you feel with that one? I was, I haven't felt pain like that in a really long time. <laughs> the pictures you posted were awesome. It's like, so all the only picture that Sean got of me was like one bar, one barbell over the head and the rest was me like on the ground crying. <laughs> I was so fucked up from that workout that a, I don't remember driving home and my body was basically on fire for the next 24 hours. 
like, oh, and then I decided to work out for an Outwad event on Saturday. Um, and when I got home from that event, I was like, oh, fuck this. And I just took like these Brazilian muscle relaxers. <laughs> I love how it's Brazilian they muscle are. relaxers. And so and here's the, okay, so so let's take a side note. I'm sorry. When I, so, so my husband's from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Okay. And so whenever we go to Brazil to visit his family, there's always a, mo- a, a day where we stop at the pharmacy because there it's pharmaceuticals are like super easy to get. Um, here it's like everything you need a prescription and it's like over the counter and you got to wait and but no, not there. There it's like you go to the, you go to the pharmacist and you're like, I have this pain. And they're like, Oh, here's this, here's that. And so, I mean, they're not, it's definitely not an opiate because I wasn't like high, but I'm, I went from my body feeling like just like flushed in like hot burning pain or discomfort to falling asleep for like <laughs> five hours yesterday afternoon nothing wrong with that and i feel like way more recovered today than i Good. did uh, yesterday it Good. was rough it was rough it was I, rough i had um i had strategized with uh with with melissa earlier in the day uh melissa goes to our gym she's uh, she's your business partner she's my business partner former crossfit games athlete um and 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 so we you know we designed how i was going to time all my reps so the the workout was a it was a it was a, a ladder a hang uh hang snatch ladder where uh and then th- so three hang snatches power snatches and then three overhead squats and then six and then nine and then 12 and so on and so forth and then in between to finish each set you had to do 30 double unders okay um so i had time i had timed it and it worked out it worked you know i ended up finishing the round so would of 15. you like did you time your rest um, I, I don't so necessarily you did like the first one in like 30 seconds and then you rested 30 seconds and you did the second one. Yeah. And I even rested less than that, but, but I stuck to like, I had to finish each set by a certain minute to achieve my goal. And my goal was to finish the set of 15, which I did. And so if you had, if you were finishing before the time, you just would rest the rest of that time. Right. So okay. there were moments where Laz, who was uh, judging me, where he's like, come on, come let's, on go, let's, let's go, let's go. And I'm and like, like, nope. I have a plan. I'm like, nope. Yeah, I'm like, I have a plan. I'm, I'm not picking it up right now. And you know, my and that's what Tack Mind does, right? Yes. Okay. Oh, thanks for the plug, George. Right? Yeah, Dang. that's part of what we do. Yeah, yeah. It's part of what we're... It's the fitness component and the mental health and the mental focus, I guess, of of, uh, of the fitness component. And then there's the actual mental health therapy that we're doing. So thanks for the plug. Yeah, cheers, hey. man. All right. So, so yeah. So I, I enjoyed it. But, yeah, I was, I was also pretty beat up. And yesterday... I was just hungry all day, and my diet consisted of pizza and Oreos. Let's let's unpack this nutrition um, hurdle. Yeah, it's that a huge we hurdle, man. To have it's tremendous. It's really bad, dude. It's, like I don't know what I'm going to do anymore. We honestly. Know. <laughs> and we both have we've both sought out nutritional counseling from different sources. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and we both now understand how to count macros. Yes. You know that you know how to do it. Yeah, I know how to do yeah. it. Yeah. We also know um which foods um help lower and lessen inflammation. Um and You know more than I do on that. Really? You don't I don't I don't feel like I You know truly when you know. eat you know how to like let's use the word I mean whatever, let's call it clean. You know how to you know what clean eating is, right? Yes. So like and most of those foods on those lists like l- help lower your body's inflammation which helps you feel better. Yes. Okay. And then we still choose to eat pizza and Oreos because it's uh, you know 
Yesterday was for me. Th- so this is what happens. It, all right. So I yesterday was my fantasy football draft that I've been doing with this group of guys for 20 years now or 18 years now. And now I'm not drinking. So I go there and I end up eating, I guess, the calories that I would have consumed in beer. I end up consuming in food. And they, and so they had potato chips and they had uh, um the, they had Oreo cookies, and then they had Chips Ahoy with pieces of Reese's in it. Mm. I know. Yeah. And then pizza from Cazola's and mm. chicken wings from Sports Grill. Mm. So I consumed all of that in random orders. So I could have gone from Oreos to chicken wings at any given point in time. Pizza to cookies. I like starting with dessert first. That's I a ate, good idea. I'm all about dessert first, man. <laughs> I love dessert Let's first. Get it out of the way. Let's get it out of the way and eat it after. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So this is my relationship with food, guys. Uh, welcome, Moaka. <laughs> I was like, man, I was, and and I ended up feeling really sick. Like I, I got really sick because I ate pretty clean all week. My performance at the gym has been better than I've ever expected. So I kind of then started getting down on myself. I started getting really hard on myself, and those are the moments where I text George and just say, "Hey, this is what I ate today. Yay, me!" Blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had I felt like I know on Friday I didn't eat great and then working out I'm sure that what that thing, you know, the che- the bacon cheese fries I had for lunch didn't help uh and the salty donut. And the salty donut that I had for dessert didn't help. Thanks. I forgot about that. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, no, I didn't forget. <laughs> <laughs> didn't help. Um and like having been you know, it, like using this fitness as been this fitness space for as long as i've been in it now like i know what it's like to eat clean for like a consistent amount of time and i know the irony no stop but uh side note when i was eating the cleanest i was also like consuming the most alcohol and like uh, like a lot of drugs at the time so it's weird because i would tell myself okay george your your fitness is not getting better because you're smoking like a pack of of cigarettes on the weekends not to mention like you know doing blow and drinking all this stuff and so like we need to reel that in in order to get better to get more fit but i wouldn't touch sugar and i didn't eat a processed carb to save my life because that was going to kill me meanwhile not the (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not the not the other stuff. It's so the sugar. irony is like you know like I I could see how I relate to you in that in in your like in your thinking that oh I'm not drinking anymore or I'm not like abusing I'm not using substances anymore but now food has almost like replaced that yeah it's become that crutch yep and why and and why does it have to be that way why does it have to be you know one or the other you know my relationship with food is just is it's just awful it's awful and here's and i'm not i'm not one of the things i'm working on on myself is to not beat myself up so much so i'm gonna try to just kind of ease up on myself because my stamina at the gym has gotten so much better since i stopped drinking it's insane i've i never thought years of coaches telling me stop drinking and you'll notice the difference and i refuse to believe it i refuse to believe it Mm -hmm. and now i am seeing it my breaks are getting shorter i'm getting back to the barbell faster i'm getting back to the pull-ups faster everything is just moving faster moving better and i don't feel as winded at the end of the workout and that has me george that has me beyond excited it makes me feel like a legit athlete like a really legit like as close to elite as i'll ever be right it makes me feel that much closer to that level you know um and that has me excited but then there's uh, there's still that food component you know where 
I have a really bad relationship with food. When I first did macros, I, you know, you know, I had a bad experience. I had a really bad experience with my first macros coach, if you will. But let's you say it's a bad relationship. And I what? Why is it bad? Because like what makes your relationship with food bad? I, oh, overeating, binge eating. Binge eating is a big thing for me. Like like when I come back from a show, so I'll work out for, for example, Friday, I, I did the Wadapalooza qualifier workout, mm-hmm. finished at 5.30, got home, showered, changed, loaded up my car, went to play a gig. By 11 o'clock when I'm done, I am starving. Okay. Got home and there was pizza that they had ordered. So I ordered, I, I ate two slices of pizza and then I had some Oreos and then you know, uh, water and went straight to sleep. Okay. And that's, that's not good. And then, but and then yesterday was the fantasy football thing, which pretty much repeated that diet of pizza, <laughs> cookies and wings all day long. I guess I understand what you're I guess, listen, I understand that you aren't making good decision, good food decision choices in on the weekends on, on the food that you're choosing to eat. But how is that a bad relationship with food? Because I think of a bad relationship with food in the sense that, like, I'm using food as um, in the same way that I would use a substance in its order. Like, like if I'm feeling depressed, I would like, you know, I'm eating food when I'm not hungry or I'm eating food as a comfort or I'm eating, you know, I'm using food as like as to to manipulate my actual like my my mental health. I don't know if I'm making any sense. Yeah, of course. That to me is like. that's like the relationship with food or like, you know, or avoiding food because of other like mental health issues, like with, you know, people who have eating disorders and stuff like that. That to me is what, when I think of a bad relationship with food, that's where my head goes to. Um, as opposed to just being like, I'm tired and I don't feel like cooking a chicken breast at two o'clock in the morning. Right. Okay. So yeah, so and that makes sense. So that's more like when, when I work with clients and who, who have, you know, eating disorders or that poor relationship with food as far as like, okay, well, let's see what's going on in your life. Let's talk about your self-esteem. Let's talk about anxiety. Let's talk about your stress level. Let's talk about all these things. And as those things are alleviated, then, then they are better able to manage their relationship with food. And that makes sense. I, I just, you know, with me, I don't know if that's what's going on with me, but, but, but I know that I've helped people in that in that space in that arena of like okay well let's get this let's get these other things under control because it's triggering something that's making you want to eat more or kind of like find disorder in your diet right um well let's have that talk let's talk about you okay like why do you think you're not like prepping the food that you need to prep on days that you know you're not going to have time in order to have to make the decision of eating better easier Right. As opposed to just relying on the food that's been ordered and hanging out. Yeah, I don't, you know, that's, my thing is, so my struggle points are Friday, any night that I'm playing, Monday through Thursday, I'm good. Okay. So that's, that's good. I'm happy with that. My issues are Fridays and Saturdays, especially when I'm playing music. So there's something that happens, maybe it's because I'm burning more calories playing music that's causing me more hunger. But it's like the foods I crave when I when I get home from a show at 11 o'clock at night or midnight, I don't crave salad or vegetables. Right. Yeah. I crave carbs. Okay. Right. So why is that happening? Do you count your calories? 
Yes. Okay. Not in those moments. Okay. Those calories don't count. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can see how, you know, it's like, um, like a ritual. Maybe it's like ritualistic eating. Like you're so used to this being what it is that your just brain is like, has created that, um, correlation between gig and post gig, you know, treat meal, if you will. Yep. Um, but that's the thing. Once your body consumes that poor nutrition, that non satiating food, then the next day you wake up just as hungry and it's hard to break that pattern. So then the cheating on the diet continues throughout the rest of the next day. Are you present when you eat? Like, are you present in your consciousness? Like, are you there with the food and the decisions that you're making while you're doing them? I feel that I feel that Monday through Thursday I am just not Friday and Saturday. But like, why? I don't know. Okay. Do we not want to go there? No. Yeah. Let's go there. I mean, I mean, I'll, I think that, I think that what I need to do is I need to, I need to, I need to decide. So like, like I would do with my patients I'd say, okay, well, first of all, how important are your goals? Right? Like, because I know that there's been times where if the goal is meaningful enough, then I will stop myself. So when I was doing intermittent fasting, I knew that it was working and that was motivating me. So I I would say I'd be driving home from a gig and I'd say, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to chug a glass of water and I'm going to go straight to bed. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would do. So I know I have the capability of doing it. Right. But you also bring up a great point because in my drinking days, it was a ritual to play a gig and then go to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And so there is that point, too, that, you know, um, and also having meals ready. It's meal prepping is you're good at meal prepping. Uh, yeah. When I. Yeah. It's easy. I'm, I do best when I plan ahead. Um, that's what I have to do. Yeah. So if I'm able to like plan ahead, um, making those decisions is a little bit easier. I mean, I also, I mean, listen, I don't have the schedule that you do. I don't like, I'm not awake on Friday and Saturday at like, you know, midnight. I mean, if I am, it's usually cause I'm, I'm in bed and watching a movie and we had, a, we have a, already had our dinner. And so like, I know once I have that last meal, which usually ends by like the latest nine 30, um, I'm not eating again until the next morning. Right. Um, and so, like, I make, I know that my dis- my food decisions usually come from, like, one of two places. Or and let's call them, I'm going to use the word bad deci- food decision making, which is, like, you know, these foods that are, that exceed the calories that I want to consume for the day. Or, like, they're bad because they come from, like, a poor quality place or whatever. Um, they come, I usually do that because, one, it's either I'm I'm tired and I just want something I want, I don't want to have to think about it and I'm just eating because I want to like, I want to eat it. Like, and that's usually like for me, like this last week has been kind of, it's been, it's been tough at the house. Um, we lost our cat. We had to put our cat down last week. And I'm sorry for your loss, by Thank the way. Thank you. My and it's been really rough. It's been really rough on David. And so, and I know that David's not a big, like he's not a big foodie at all. And so I need to like, um, I'm always a person that like, I'm the cook of the house. And, and so you're very good. I, I, and I really love it. And I you enjoy, love it. I can I tell that you enjoy it. Yeah. 
and so for me it's like i know that david's not gonna want to like he's the person that when he gets out he doesn't really want to eat and so it's like now it's like we need to cook food and i need to get food so that he's eating so that he's able to at least sustain himself and you know there's been like on sunday we like i was like no we didn't want to do anything we didn't want to move we were both like we had just, you know, we're dealing with the loss and it was really, really raw. And so I was like, I'm just ordering pizza because we just wanted like something that was going to be delicious and comforting and not have to worry about anything else. Um, I Neither one of us wanted to chew through kale salad, you know. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> kale. Yeah, that's very, that's the opposite of comfort food. Fuck that. That is uncomfort no, food. Yeah. Uncomfortable food. Discomfort food. <laughs> Discomfort food. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's like, and then it's also like how much effort do I feel like putting in? Cause I, because of, I know how to cook. I also know what it takes to like cook a meal. And it usually is like somewhere between, it's like about 90 minute process from start to finish. Um, and so it's like, do I want to spend that much time doing something? Um, and so it's kind of like a, it's like a, a cost benefit every time. Sure. Um, but yeah, usually like if I can, if I can plan ahead by having like the right amount of ingredients in the refrigerator and, and I know that then it's like, okay, well I can like whip something up in 90 minutes and we'll have like a, I'll make enough for dinner tonight and like a lunch tomorrow. Right. Um, or like I'll do like my entire, I'll do all my lunches on a Sunday. We'll like. I'll do like a big pot of rice. I'll do like a bunch of grilled veggies, a bunch of grilled proteins, and then put them all in boxes and we have lunch for the week. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And that makes that makes that part a lot easier. So it's like, okay, well now it's just a matter of like filling in the gaps because breakfast is usually really easy. Um, and then the the question then always the, the remaining variable is like, what do we do for dinner? And right. Yeah, I mean, uh, my biggest obstacle, and it's kind of out of my control in, in my current living situation, but, like, we have dinner late. Yeah. Uh, but I manage. I manage. And, I mean, again, Monday through Friday evening, I eat mostly vegetables. I keep my carbs low, right? And then, but then you brought up, so let's talk about macros. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about macros because I've been thinking about this a lot this week. For people who don't know what macros are. <laughs> there we go. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For people who, for our listeners who don't know what the, how macros are, it's you, the ra- the reason why a lot of people, uh, the re- one of the, one of the easiest ways to lose weight is to be in a caloric deficit, which is like you eat less than your body burns. And a great way to achieve that is by counting your macronutrients every food that you consume has three basic macronutrients, which are the amount of protein in it, the amount of carbohydrates in it, and the amount of fat in it. And so macro eating is counting your protein, carbs, and fat in a way that, um, is in a deficit is a caloric deficit, which allows you to lose weight. The end that's macros. So when I, so that's macros. So I, I get introduced to macros coming from a world where carbs are the enemy, right? And I get put on this plan where I'm told to consume. I think the, the, the first time I got put on a macros plan, I was told to consume 230 grams of carbs. Now, somebody who's never done macros before, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, okay, sounds like a cool number. And then you start going and like thinking, oh my gosh, like there was a point where I didn't even know if I can even afford to eat that much, <laughs> right? I don't even think I had enough money in my bank account to 
consume all that 230 grams of carbs. So I was, so I, I was part of this plan where, you know, you had to send pictures every week and this and that and my, and I was just getting heavier and heavier and heavier. And my, I would send pictures and my coach would be like, you're looking great. And my wife was like, no, you're, this is, I don't know what your goal is, but you're looking and a little... And how many Snickers were you having on your... your okay, Because so the whole thing is that if it fits your macros, you can technically eat whatever you want. I didn't play that game. I didn't, I didn't, do, I didn't do candy bars or, oh, I'm just going to... All my carbs are going to come from pizza or yeah. anything. No, I wasn't doing that. I was really... You know, I just felt like, okay. And then I started doing the math. Started, you know, I started, like, going to other resources and... and and then everyone would say, okay, so your workouts are 15 minutes long on a, on a good day, right? On, a, on like a strong day, 15 minutes, and you're consuming two. No, no, no. Like nobody, nobody, one, one person told me, nobody has any business consuming over 200 grams of carbs unless you're an elite athlete working out three times a day. Like, no, you need like 140, 130, like enough carbs to get you through your wad. And that made sense to me. But then my, my, light bulb went off this week and i think that the reason why i am so hungry in these moments like after playing music and working out so picture that i'm working out from 4 30 to 11 o'clock at night because when i play music i'm not just sitting down i'm standing up i'm moving around it's constant movement it's constant singing it's constant you know so i'm burning additional calories the reason i'm probably so hungry afterward is because i have a lack of carbohydrates in my system so I should be consuming more carbs during the day. What do you think? Um, I think that if you have calculated the amount of calories that you need in a, in a day in order to like keep your weight, like, do you know what you're like, what do they call it? Like the maintenance? Yeah. The maintenance calories. Once you have that baseline, um, on days where you know, you're going to like exert more energy, maybe you can have, more calories on that day so like on a day where you know you're going to have um a gig at night i would tell you to consume more calories in the daytime leading up to that right which like I, I would have was what i'm not doing. i would have like a bigger lunch or i would have a meal between working out and when you go to your gig um so that so that you're the so that the amount of time you spend not eating is still that intermittent fasting window um, but when you finish your gig, you're not hungry. That's exactly what I need to do. And that's why macros, macros like, work, macros work. I'm, I'm on board. I know. Cause you and I have gone, you know, you, you, I've said, no, it doesn't work. It's complete bullshit. The whole thing is bullshit. You know, it's too many carbs. That's, that's disgusting amount of carbs. Not going to do it. No, I'm going to, and it's not working for me because, because my output, my energy output needs more nutrition. And you're absolutely right. Example, case in point, Friday, hmm. I'm, I'm pointing at George right now with my two index oh, fingers. Okay. I'm actually pointing at him right now. I don't know what's happening. Your let tone me, is very pointed yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, sorry. I'm very <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry. <laughs> let me just take it back. Um, I went into that wad on Friday. Uh-huh. I had only consumed 900 calories at that point in the day. And so how is that a good thing? It's not. But so, you said that you did really well. I did well in the wad, but then I got really hungry later. Oh, okay. So maybe I need to go into like that point of the day already with at least 70% of my calorie intake taken care of. I mean, if you want to stop eating, if you, if your intermittent fasting window is something like 16 hours or whatever the window is, then 
and you know you're not going to you can either skip dinner or skip your last meal you know skip your dinner or skip your breakfast the next day assuming that you're only eating three times a day I would argue that maybe you should eat more often during the day, but I mean, your schedule is such that maybe you don't have a consistent time to eat every single day. So you need to divide um, those meals accordingly. Um, what, what carbs do you consume, George? All of them. <laughs> what are considered the healthy carbs in the macro world? Uh, so there's um, like, there's your starches, like there's starchy carbohydrates, which are like usually like root vegetables, like sweet potato, white potato, um, brown rice you know the, those are um grains so there's also like you can get your carbohydrates from grains like rices and pastas and flours and breads um some people have like sensitivities to those those foods so they avoid them i don't have a sensitivity to it so i eat whatever i i usually eat whatever i want but yeah like i love i love rice i love rice i look i mean culturally like i was raised on rice my whole life yeah. What like culture every, is that, George? Huh? What culture I mean, is that? His, I mean, we're Hispanic. My mom's <laughs> from Ecuador. My dad's Cuban. Nice. And so there was always like a piece of meat, a, a, a serving of rice and something, either a vegetable or a bean to go along Arroz with it. con frijoles. Something like that. Yeah. And a banana. El platanito. Yes. Hay que comer platanito. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> and although in our house, we didn't like, my mom wasn't going to fry plantains. So my dad would just get like a, a banana, like a ripe banana. And that was on the plate. Right. Um... But, you know, like, you know, and my my grand on my mom's side, they didn't whenever someone would make mashed potatoes, you always served it with white rice. Have you ever had white rice and mashed potatoes mixed together? Never. It's fucking delicious. What's the macro count on that? All of it. A hundred percent. Like, but like, it's, you know, it's really fucking sneaky. So yesterday after the workout, I came home and I was really hungry. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to make a yogurt bowl. So I got two. Um, individual like servings of yogurt and put them in a bowl with like a banana and some peaches and some honey and some granola and it was 136 grams of carbs in that bowl Damn. and so if you're eating to only 200 grams of carbs in a in a day i've already like slashed through more yeah. than half of my carbohydrate serving in one little bowl or right. like you know acai bowls people love acai i love acai uh. bowls I had my first acai bowl with you after the gauntlet mm -hmm. at Wadapalooza. They're delicious. Uh, they are. The, 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 yeah, you know, was, but fruits like, have a lot of have a lot of carbs and a lot of sugar in them. And, and so, that process is so fast that you're hungry like an hour later. Yeah. You know, and so, I mean, it's it's not. You have to be like, and I know this is kind of like the my whole shtick when it comes to the way you live your life. But you really have to be like present and conscious in those moments so that you, if the goal, if you have a specific goal with regard to like, for us, the two of us, body composition, well, no, my goal is body composition. Your goal is the number on the scale, which I'm going to, this is me rolling my eyes at you about that. Let's, issue. Talk, let's talk about the scale. It's like, no, let's not talk about it. Throw this. You should throw the scale out is what I'm saying. Yeah, you're right. You're I not should, in man, a position. You're not, you don't have the number on the scale is not contingent to any part of your life other than what's between your ears, which is your brain. Like you have decided that you have this number that you want to be under in order to find success. And you're not like a competitive weightlifter. You're not like an MMA person. You're not in a weight. You're not a, an athlete that needs a weight class. So really the scale is just an arbitrary number that you have decided as a metric to uh, measure your success. And I would tell you to throw that bitch out. I think I'm ready. I, I would say throw that motherfucker out and just use your clothes, the way that your clothes fit you as that measure. 
Um, because really the way that clothes fit you tell you like how much like body fat you have on you. Um, and like the way you feel and the way you look is a better guide for, um, the success that you want based on our conversation that we've had about like the way I want to look and want to take my t-shirt off and shirtless open and all that other stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the, the issue I have with, with eating, I, um, Thankfully, I don't think it's attached to emotions, which is all it's good. That's like, yeah, that's really good. That's a huge advantage to have. I think it's more of prepping, being clear on what my goals are. um, And and the biggest one, trusting the process I had. I'm basing this macro thing based on one bad experience that I had, but I'm not. I'm not being realistic and I'm not holding myself accountable. The fact that the time I tried macros for the first time, I was drinking heavily, right? I was, you know, I wasn't consistent. So I'm, I was, you know, having that external locus of control and blaming the system rather than having an internal locus of control and saying, okay, well, you can't say that a system doesn't work if you didn't do it correctly. Right. And you have to be able to do it correctly. And so now my driving force is I'm feeling so good during the wads that I'm if I want to feel even that much better during the wads, I'm going to watch my nutrition 100% and and be more present when I'm eating, like you said, and and trust trust the the the, the, the numbers, trust the macro numbers because it does work. It's a, it's a proven system that does work that creates balance. It it's it doesn't it doesn't create deprivation or feelings of deprivation, which I think is a huge thing. That a big reason why people fail on diets is the feeling of 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 you know the feeling of being deprived of something. Yeah. Um, and I'm just because whatever belief system I had before, it's clearly it's not really working. Uh, the 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 best thing I've done in the last six months is obviously the quit drinking, which I we already talked about. Uh, intermittent fasting. I do one month intermittent fasting, one month I don't. Um, and that's those are the two biggest decisions, best decisions I've made in the last six months. And now I think that to kind of like really fulfill my goals, I need to stay consistent and trust the process. I agree a hundred percent with the consistency part. That to me has been. It's a big word for you this year. That's the that's the. If I could write down one word as like the goal, um, for twenty nineteen, it's consistency. Just, um, and I've already like, I'm already need to carry that into twenty twenty because I basically like stopped working out one kind of way in June and started working out another kind of way right after. So I basically spent six months of the year trying to be the best weightlifter in my weight class and eating, you know all the food to try to lift all of the weight. So, and then in June I finished my, that whole thing. And I was like, okay, now I want to just be fit and eating for it to be a fit person and a healthy person is very different than eating to be a very strong weightlifter. Um, so I'm going to carry this consistency mantra through, I don't know, through the rest of through the rest of this journey. I don't, cause I've already decided that I'm not going to go back to competitive weightlifting at the level that I was earlier this year. Um, I'd rather just become a more fit person. Um, it's been really cool to watch your process. I must say to be, to be able, I feel honored to be able to observe your process because I'm it's glad been, I can give that to you. Oh, thank you. Cause you know, it's, it's all about me. 
Cause it's all about me. Me, no, me, Carlos, me, like, me, me, Carlos, me, 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 like, me, There's me. something. There's some. There's a definitely like. There's an ego. There's an ego thing here where it's like I've been doing. I've been participating in and working out with CrossFit for nine years, um, and I've had various degrees of fitness, um, and so I know what it feels like to be a more fit version of myself, and it's frustrating that after nine years, like I still need to keep going back to that drawing board. Um, and so like, I know what it's like. I can, I know, I remember being able to run a mile in under 10 minutes, um, and under nine minutes and under eight minutes. I had like a seven something mile at one point in my life. And like in the last five years, not like, yeah, not like when you were like 10, 30, <laughs> you know, 30, like yeah, in yeah, the yeah. last no, five, like, yeah, now, like recently, recently, like right. recently. And so, and the only way, and you lose that and it's like the consistency. It's like, you need to stay consistent so that you can build off of your success because your, your mind doesn't forget, but the body does. And that's the most fucked up part about aging is that your mind still remembers, you know, the, the, you, you, the younger, more youthful that version the, of your body of yourself. Right. And so it's like in your head, you're like, yeah, I was able to do this once. And then the question becomes, yeah, when? And you're like five years ago. And it's like, yeah. And what have you done since then? Oh, not run right. and lift weight. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, okay. Lift well, heavy weight a lot. And that's why whenever we have like big weight, heavy weight lifting sessions in our classes, I can get up and get that number up quickly. Dude, you're so strong. It's insane. Guys. George is so fucking strong. <laughs> like, like when we have to step, we usually have to partner up for the barbell portion. Like right before Sean says partner up, like before that first like P comes out, I'm already like 10 feet away from George. I'm like, I'm getting away from George. Cause like, like my max is like your warm up weight. There's um, you're so fucking strong, dude. It's I'm just it's what I'm good at. I'm really good you at really it. You really are good at it. Though. I'm it's really insane. good at it. I like my body understands how to feel how to move weight under like how to move my body under under the tension of a lot of weight um and i'm confident in my ability to do it you know and so whenever we have sessions where like there's a there's definitely an idea that a lot of you guys have and i say you guys because a lot of you guys don't like to go heavy because you're saving the energy for like the workout part and yes that's correct and okay on this couch we're both crossfit level one certified Yes. And so we understand that how CrossFit as um, a fitness regimen is supposed to work. And so in a one hour session, you talk about you say that you, you you said earlier that we only work out for 15 minutes. And that's not true. We're working out for an hour. Um, and if in that hour it includes a weightlifting session and you're not maximizing that time, then you're just leaving. You're you're wasting your time. Right. You're leaving a lot of stuff on the table that you shouldn't you should theoretically push your body to be able to lift to get the this the um oh my god what's that word stimulus of that and then when you go to the 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 cardio part of it you max out that too on your tired legs on your on the le- on the body that has just lifted that amount of weight cuz right. that way you get better faster you get stronger faster you get better faster and crossfit really is about strength endurance over time you know being able That's to right. like move heavy weights so that we had this workout that it was like gymnastics and heavy barbells and most of these guys most of you guys were able to do the the lighter weights easier or but like you definitely get more bang for your buck by being able to go a little bit heavier and stay um within that certain time domain 
on in the workout. Yeah, within the workout. With, especially like if you have the, you know, I have the technique to be able to do it. So like that's helpful. Yeah, you had that 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 day like where yeah, you were But there was like I was like doing front squats with somebody and they're like, Oh, I don't wanna go heavy because we have to run later. I'm like, no, dude, like go heavy on this like you can do a front squat at two hundred, you know, at, at, at definitely forty pounds heavier than we were going at that moment. But if you're saving something for the workout because you wanna be the best at that workout, it's like, well, you're not really gonna push yourself and get the most juice and most like bang out of this out of this session as you can. Right. And then, like, then you really be burning those calories that you're consuming, and then your body will definitely change in the way that you want it to. Exactly. So it's, I'm always challenging Carlos to, like, lift more weight, and he's always like, no, chill, dude. <laughs> That's exactly what I say. No, no, chill out, chill Nah, out. chill, dude. No, 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 it's, no I'm, it's okay. You need to, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop right here. I'm, gonna, I'm good right now. I'm good right now, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, <laughs> I'm like, I just... I, I, <laughs> And no, and then later we're like running, and he's like, "Come on, George, pick it up!" And I'm like, "Fuck you, dude! I just like outlifted everybody by hundred pounds in the class, and I'm literally at like ninety five percent of my heart rate right now, and you guys are chilling." Yeah. And I'm like, "Stop living in the past, George. Let's go. Come on, pick it up." And I'm like, "I literally cannot. I can't. I swear. I'm like maxed out. I'm completely maxed out." Yeah. No. 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 You're right. You're right. That. And I think that. So that's that 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 says a lot about like how. Because I, it's no secret that we believe that, you know, CrossFit for our age group is probably one of the best forms of exercise. I will tell you, I was, I'll take it to the grave. I think CrossFit has, is the secret weapon to anybody who wants to be fit and doesn't have, and like, doesn't want to spend more than an hour in the gym. Yeah. I mean, what makes me, what makes me sad and, you know, and it, yeah, at the risk of sounding like, like we're part of that cult, you know, CrossFit's a cult kind of thing that people keep saying that CrossFit is very like culty and that kind of thing. But, but honestly, without, without, you know, sounding like that, it's, it, it, I just think that for our age group, I can't say it enough. It is exactly what you need. See, sometimes your body's telling you that your pain is telling you that you don't need something, but it's your body's way of telling you that that's exactly what you do need. So, for example, it's ca- so, to many people it's what? counterintuitive. It's so, to many people it's counterintuitive to say, "Well, I my, I have back issues." So, and and if you tell somebody with back issues to deadlift, what's what are they going to say to you? No, my back. Exactly. So, and I always so I, I, the constant conversation I have with people men especially in our age group where they're like oh i can't do crossfit because for example you guys deadlift and my my back hurts and i'm and i say well no if your back hurts deadlifting is probably one of the things you should be doing now don't pick up 400 pounds correct you know but in the form focus on the form of what is a deadlift to help you heal right squatting helps you heal yeah there's definitely like a relationship between like that people a correlation not a relationship that this hurts me, so I'm not gonna do it. Right, that's what I mean. Right, that's what, like so that sometimes it takes somebody to say no. If it's bothering you, that's exactly what you should do. Right. So deadlifting, you should deadlift. If would you agree with me on that? With, I like, mean, I, I I mean, I'm not a medical professional, so there's I mean, like you have to like leave some sort of like room for like oh of course you, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But yes, I think for the most part that there if there's something that you're not good at or there's a weakness there, then you should probably strengthen that weakness in order for it to no longer be a weakness. Right. Um. You know, like I, I know that people complain like what the the big things that people complain about, especially I mean the big thing that like a lot of people our age complain about, it's like lower back knees and shoulders 
right? That's and right. So like my shoulders bothering me, or my knee is bothering me, or my lower back is bothering me. And what I've learned is that if you're feeling pain somewhere, nine times out of ten, there's a there's some sort of like muscular uh, deficiency or weakness from in another part of your body that's causing you to feel the pain where you're feeling it. That's so right. So like. In my from in my case, I usually have when I get pain in my right knee, it's usually because my quad is very tight. The knee is fine. There's nothing wrong with the knee. There's no like there's no tendon breakage. There's no ligament rupturing. There's nothing. It's my quad is very tight, which is pulling on the ligament, which is causing which is how the, why the knee presents with pain. Right. And I know that because I've been through this enough times and I've gone through enough PT to understand that when they do like massage that quad out all of the knee pain goes away. So I'm not going to stop squatting because I have knee pain. No, I'm going to just like warm up correctly and roll my body out and then do the right recovery work afterwards so I can keep being able to squat. Right. And I mean, I couldn't agree more. I mean, and that's, but somehow it's still a hard sell. Like when somebody says, I'm going to, oh, I'll do CrossFit when I'm fit. It's like, no. That's not how it works. You look, know? This is like, look, guys love to come up with excuses. I mean, I'm not just guys, but people love excuses to avoid dealing with the things that, you know, maybe be a challenge to them. You know, like I will, I don't even know. I don't even know how to finish that thought, but it's just that like, there's so many different, you know, we could, we know how to eat better. We eat well. And yet we, for whatever reason, we choose not to, um, and that's yeah, it. That's it. Yeah. And, and everybody's got it. their struggle. Right? Yeah. Everybody's got their struggle. But but going back real quick, I'm sorry, because your process, can we talk about your process? Uh, which one? Okay. So like I, I've, it's been really cool to see like, cause you know, you, the, how the, the fitness is coming back mm-hmm. and merging with your strength mm-hmm. and to become like this one, like, I think you're on your way to like be this really powerful strong masters level CrossFit uh, athlete. Okay. Because it's, because I'm seeing, I'm seeing both worlds starting to merge now. Uh When you first started doing CrossFit again, it was clear that anything with barbell work, you were just extremely comfortable with, but then there was like some cardio portions where you're like, Oh, I feel like shit. Yeah. Right. And then now like this past week, maybe you didn't see it or feel it that way. But as an observer, I saw, more of a merge i saw especially that one workout where you decided to do the heavier weight so you did the scale gymnastics part but the rx uh, barbell weight yes okay that wad was really cool to watch you do because you were like the all-around like well-rounded crossfit athlete that day to me you know and it was really awesome because a short month ago you were like more out of breath, maybe struggling a little bit more. And now that cardio portion is starting to meet up with that weightlifting component that you've been focusing on for over a year or so. So now you have this strength and gymnastics and cardio that's slowly merging, yeah. which I feel, I'm sorry, you can only find that in CrossFit. I'm sorry. You could only find that in CrossFit. To see somebody of your body type and your strength level and your, your, your technique level and all that come together in a really beautiful way. And I congratulate you, man. I think it's great. Thanks. I think it's awesome. I think you're doing really awesome. Thanks. Yeah. You disagree? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, if that workout that you're talking about I, was really fun and I felt really good that day. Um, and when I finished, um, 
when I finished the workout, I felt like really accomplished. It was a great, I was like, yes. Yep. And you we're should. Back. <laughs> we're back. We're exactly. back. Exactly. We are back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Um, but there's a, like a super long, long way to go. And there's like a, they, I do have, I wasn't going to say this because say I wasn't going to say, say it, it, but I guess say I'll say it. it. There is one, like there's a very lofty goal um, that I have, like just like swimming in like the far back reaches of my head and it's CrossFit related and it's competitive CrossFit related. Um, oh, but is I, it Waterpalooza? Are you registering? No, 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 <laughs> Just no, kidding. no, no. It's, but the amount of time that I feel like it's going to take for me to even like start getting close to bringing it out of those reaches and into the front of my brain, um, is, and the amount of time and effort that it's going to take to get to that kind of space, um, is more than I am willing to commit to. So consistency wise is the focus now, which is just like, you know, keep going to classes, um, you, you know, and lot, dial in your nutrition to feel your best in class to be able to maximize that amount of time. You know, if I, I, I don't know that I'm ever going to, I like, the, I would love there's a part of me that would love to like be a great CrossFit competitor, but the amount of time and effort that it takes to do that is more than I'm willing to put in sure. right now. Yeah, it's very. Yeah. It is. It's. It's. You know. It, you're talking about multiple hours um, of training a day, and just my lifestyle right now is not conducive to that. So being it just for now, like going to class for an hour a day and dialing in the nutrition is working out very, very well and um, putting me back in a position to feel like I can be good at this again. And we'll just see where that goes. It's how I started. And I feel like I'm coming back to where I started and now going starting in like now heading into my 40s and like in this like the next what these next 10 years will look like crossfit is going to be the thing that i feel like a is going to get me to that you know living to 120 years um oh, i'm yeah you, 120 you, you upped it yeah, i want to be 120 um, <laughs> oh my god yeah, you upped it i want to live 120 because it's like i once you make it to 100 it's like nah yeah, why stop there? why stop here like Dude, now it's like now i gotta like get now i gotta feel like you a upped it by 20 years yeah okay cool no i am i'm with it yeah I'm i mean it. listen the world is on fire but i still want to live to be 120 <laughs> like there may it. not be any amazon yes, forest i love it i love oh my god no but, oh my god dude don't get we need to switch gears a little okay, bit yeah, let's switch because gears. the world is on fire oh my god. and the the hate wagons are circling and you know we just it felt really good to have the session that we had last week where we just kind of like vented vented it yes. all out got it all out and once i was able to, i left here i left like i left here that day with the mindset of like listen it is crazy out there, but I don't have to let that crazy fuck me up. Correct. Um, and so this week has been really fucking crazy. Um, and now it's, it's, we're in full blown hurricane season in Miami. And so the amount of craziness is just like, it, it's, it continues to like escalate, but I don't have to take it all in and let it have like a super negative impact on me. Right. You know, like I can leave the, I can leave all of the nonsense 
to be like hashed over and you know raged over by other people like turning it over to those turning all that energy over to those people has been so great you don't have to carry every torch like you said last time i feel so much lighter me too and like it's still you know worrisome you know but you know being able to like be present and like live my life and at the same time like be like okay well you know it is what it is like i know that there's i i don't know maybe it's a little bit of faith maybe it's just a little bit of like chosen ignorance i think that you you mentioned something in the last show that really impacted me which was I have to be aware that we're just more exposed to a lot of stuff and I am I am in charge as to how exposed I am to all this. So like, you know, whatever complaints I had about people's posts on Facebook, I have the control to just not log on to Facebook as often as I do. Ooh, I have right? unfollowed like a hundred more accounts this week. It's been beautiful. Good for you. That's again very therapeutic. That's very that's that's like cathartic. That's like very it's very healthy. That's very good. Yeah, I I, I have I have also. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I think that, you know, I'm in control of how much I'm exposed to. And I think that helps too. you know, just like, OK, well, let me not just. And, and a lot of people right now are probably saying, oh, well, then you're just closing yourself off to the world or you're trying to be naive and, and pretend that these issues are not happening. But remember, we lived in a time where issues were happening and we weren't privy to it as quickly and as in, in at the level of intensity that we're that that we're approached with it now. Um, it, you know, do, am I aware of what's going on in the Amazon? Yes, of course. In the rainforest? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Am I aware yeah, about yeah. like this whole like boys can dance issue that just blew up this week? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. I am. And you know, I just don't have to, I, I have made that active decision to not jump on hate wagons. Yeah. You know, I, I said that to health. you. It's like emotional I, health, mental health is just better overall. I don't need to get on a hate wagon. I don't need to convince anybody of anything. I have been the person who feels like I need to carry the torch and I need to like, you know, visibility is the fight of it is, is, hot, is the best way to fight against ignorance. And I agree with that. You know, um, Alex Smith was a he was big time CrossFitter, came out of the closet. It was a huge moment for the LGBT CrossFit community to have someone at, at his ranks come out. How did he do it? I'm, I'm very he unfamiliar. Did he did it on Instagram. He came out on Instagram. And, and I think it is fabulous um, that he is like, feels confident and courageous enough to live in his most authentic self, you know? And there's going to be people who are going to, he has received a lot of support. And the funny thing is, is like, I went through and scrolled through all of his comments and like made mental notes of every like elite, like quote, famous CrossFitter, unquote, that sent him messages of support as well as the ones who didn't. Oh. And I was like, oh, where is this person? Where is this person? Where is this person? Where is this person? And did you feel the hate wagon? Did you feel and you're I definitely on the hate was wagon? getting myself like riled up, like, oh, you're not supporting. Oh, you're not supportive. Oh, you're yeah. not supportive. Mental note. Mental total like list. Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I will remember this. I was like, yeah. And then I was like, and every time I like would go down the list and I was like, okay, there you are. Like, 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 like that comment, like that comment. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, that person's not here. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that person's not here. Interesting. Don't let me find you. Oh, yeah, for real. <laughs> Be like, you're gay, sis. <laughs> gay, sis. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. You're a gaysist. You're a gaysist. I know who you are. I remember. I read the comments. Yeah. I know who you are. Your ignorant your your lack of support is noted. Yep. Just to let you know. I yeah. know you don't know who I am, but I know who you are. And so <laughs> it's like, you know, I don't I don't have to like I don't have to fall into the depths of all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah. it's really easy to pull me. That'll pull me right into anger, which pulls me into like a shitty mindset. Um, the ABC broadcast, it triggered something in me and when, and I sent it to you and when you replied, I'm over getting on a hate wagon, it calmed me down immediately. And, and I, it gave me an opportunity to like really think about why it triggered me so much. So we're, I'll, 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 I'll put the link in the show notes, but there was just this thing on ABC about, uh, it was good morning Prince, America or good, good morning America about Prince. The, 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 the they were recapping six, all of the, the school activities that Prince George was participating in. up to do or participating He's six in. years old. Right? Is yeah. that how old he is? And then, and I then, know, oh, I don't know, I don't know either. But the point is that one of his activities is ballet, and the lady and Good Morning, Good Morning America just made a huge mockery of it, and and it was very, it triggered me because, for many reasons. First of all, well, stop, hold on, yeah, because bef- what it was received by some people as her mocking the idea of Prince George. Uh, taking ballet or enjoying ballet and then in it you know and then from there it's like boys and ballet and boys who like dance and it being some sort like that's kind of it it was interpreted that way right you know and what's another what's another point of reference there what i what i said to you when you sent it to me was it's like and i'm not since i'm not the person who said it i don't know what her intentions were um, and so I could see how it could be received in the way that as a, as a mocking way, but you know, maybe the person who said it is a parent and a parent who understands that kids are really fucking fickle in their decision-making process. And so the idea that maybe he, that this boy chose to dance is not going to stick. Um, and we'll, cause she said something like, we'll see how long that lasts. Right. Um, maybe she's coming from a place as a parent that knows that, you know, I can get on board with that. Boys are fickle, and today they like dance, and tomorrow they want to do karate, and then two weeks from now they want to do baseball, and they also want to do soccer. And so we'll see how long that lasts. Could just be uh, her coming from kids are fickle kind of point of view. Right. Um, So, and it's like, since I don't know, you know, I and. I didn't want to get on the whole like you know Good Morning America fucking hates the idea. No, of no, and I thank you for calling me. Like the, when you sent that, I'm like, you're right. I'm I I'm automatically going in a different direction here. It could just very well be that. But the first thought that came to mind was it's like, oops, someone just tripped. You know, someone tripped a so a, a hate wire. That's like, yep, yep. She just triggered. It, she people yeah. Are, because no, people my are thing triggered. is that because one of the best football players of all time for the Chicago Bears, uh, Walter Payton, uh, took ballet. Okay. You know, and he attributed a lot of his success and his and his ability to move to the ballet that he practiced. Uh-huh. You know, so that was like my first thought. I'm like, okay, well, you know what? There's like really like strong athletic NFL players who choose to participate in ballet. So it's not something really be made fun of. Or, but then when you replied to me, George, when you replied to me, I said, no, 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 no. Maybe that's not what she meant. And I corrected my trajectory and i took a deep breath and i said i'm letting it go not worth it not worth it i mean if she no did, wagon. if she did mean it that way or she would that was kind of like where her 
conscious or unconscious headspace was when she made that comment, you know, then fuck her. Like, but I get just as since since we really don't know, we could just as easily attribute, you know, the other side of the coin to that. You know, right. oh, she's yeah that yeah. So uh, there's um and then the and then and then again with the with everything that's going on with the rainforest. Oh I mean, there's just, the rainforest. So what what can you tell me? Do the you know what is on fire? And is there an update on that? I don't know. I honestly don't know. How do you feel about it? Sad. Why? Because there's like this part that like when you start to piece together all of the like climate change issues and how severe they are all like stacked on top of each other. It kind of feels like, you know, the Jenga tower is going to fall at any moment, which, you know, is alarming in the sense that like, you know, the world is coming to an end and having watched enough like apocalypse type world ending movies or like, you know, the last, the day the earth stood still and, or the tsunami wave one, or like the, I don't know, all these, you know, Hollywood, like kind of like movies. Um, it's definitely like anxiety causing. Yeah. Cause I mean, you want to hit 120. I, yeah. I mean, this kind of goes in the face of my like, like idea. Of, like, like I want to like, get in the way of that. And like, you know, do I want to be 120, you know, in a post apocalyptic kind of like the, there's no sun anymore and it looks like, uh, everything's grayed out and stormy and, or walking deady or who knows? Dark. Like, yeah. You know, I don't know. I know. But know. and it's the fear of the unknown that starts driving people a little that's bit nuts. Really what, that's kind you know? of that's, that's what it is, right? And so it triggers anxiety, of course. So yeah. it makes it make it it everything everything starts filling that anxiety bucket, and that's why you know every time you see that post that was reposted over a million times of the picture of the you know the fire, and every time you see that post, it's another little bit in your anxiety bucket, and and there's different degrees of anxiety, and one of those is is that it it could be very subconscious where your subconscious is telling you, you know, the future really is at risk. It's and it always is. I mean, we can die at any moment, but there's always like oh well, you know, and then and then then parents start getting an additional layer of anxiety. Like what kind of world, when I leave this world, what kind of world am I leaving for my kids and my grandchildren? And then are they going to, you know, live to see the age of 50 or 60? And then there's additional anxiety. And then, so how do you relieve that? How do you, how can a human being in this society bring it back and say, okay, wait a minute, what can we do to not be so consumed with it? Because what, can I do as a, as a, as a living, breathing human being to help with what's going on in the rainforest right now? I don't know, but Buzzfeed had an article on a bunch of different organizations you can donate to. And it seems like that's the best way of doing it. And then, so that's, that's <laughs> what I would recommend somebody, somebody who's feeling anxious about it or, you know, okay, you, you, you posted it on Instagram. I have nothing against that because it creates awareness. Right. And I think that's fine. It helped me. I wouldn't have known about it if it weren't for Instagram. I, didn't. I saw a bunch yeah. of people posting stuff and I didn't, I didn't I, post that. I didn't post the whole, like Instagram does not have the authority to repost my picture. Thread what that happened with that? I, I am so out of touch. What happened? happen all right so we're moving on from donate to the, your favorite organization all right let's let's just let's just touch on this instagram thing and then and then no, we'll and then we'll be done and then we'll no. be done 
People are people are crazy. What people happened? People are crazy to think that they could they could. I don't know. There was like an auto-generated image by somebody who's like like something about like Instagram having like proprietary like uh, ownership of your pictures and using it without your without your expressed written consent. And so people were posting this image as if to say, like, this now does not allow Instagram to use your images without your consent. But, I mean, honestly, if you're using the app, odds are all of that information you've already waived your rights to. So if you think that posting that picture on your feed or on your stories is going to somehow... Uh, protect protect you legally. First of all, if you're worried about what you're posting on Instagram, get the fuck up off Instagram. Amen. Like, if you're worried about your privacy rights, then you need to get the fuck up out of the ins- out of the social media like space to begin with. Yeah, there's got to be a certain like level take your of pictures, there. go to Ecker Drugs, sorry CVS. You said Ecker I did. Drugs. Oh fuck! Yes. And develop your photos. Right, right. Or you know what? Even more so, go and take a photography class and learn how to develop film, and then put your pictures into albums, and then only share them with your friends that way. Right. Because it's 1985, and you're worried about your pride. Like, get the fuck out of here. I know. I know. Then you're 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 deciding to participate in something where you're automatically exposed to it. Like, well, how could you not have reached that level of acceptance like you're worried about privacy but you have alexa connected to your house seriously like like it's there's got to be consistency in your in your life okay so like for example you know my uh, a friend of mine who's like you see that's why i'm not on instagram and and i always say to people who speak to me that way and say well see that's why i'm not into that instagram bullshit and i go well you are because you're you might not have an instagram account but your picture is out there whether you like it or not, right? And you think you're so cool not being on social media, but you have Alexa, right? <laughs> right? So, you know, you're still participating. It's hard and, and, and not, you know, and I, I, I try not to be condescending. So to kind of like soften the blow, I say, you know, don't take it the wrong way. It's 2019. It's almost impossible to not be involved somehow in this world. You are connected. You're, you're, you're being observed. You're being listened to, you know, um, it's just happening and it's just you can reach a level of acceptance or you can choose to believe that you're not part of it but you are you know and then well, what do you mean well, like I'll, I'll look up pictures and here, here this were you at a party the other night here is this you yeah i'm looking at this on instagram you don't have an instagram account but you're on instagram yeah you know so you're there and there are you know people that like you know, issues with that. And, and, and then, so that's one thing. And then you have somebody who is active on Instagram and they're like, Oh, wait a minute, but I, I I don't want anybody to have rights to my pictures. It's, 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 you wave that right the moment you put it out there. Oh, my account is private. Oh, okay. How can you control it? There's no way to control that. There's no way to, to manage that. So I'm really surprised. You know, I, I started seeing a lot of those posts and I was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is, Okay. Well, anyway, all right. Moving on. Not not getting on the hate wagon. You're I'm gonna let people on. let people believe what they want to believe. You know, just but you're participating. If you're reposting this, you are an active member in Instagram world. And congratulations! I feel on like that. you should write a very long Facebook post about this. Two paragraphs, <laughs> at least two paragraphs. I, it's gonna it, I'm, it's gonna be the read more more. <laughs> Me read more, more, more section. Oh my read God. more, read more, read more, read more, uh. read more. <laughs> Fucking shit. 
So um, let, let me let me take it back to earlier, and then okay. and then we'll just to kind of uh, wrap this up. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge myself to to meal prep. I'm gonna meal prep this week. I'm gonna meal prep, and here's the thing: I'm gonna meal prep for the weekend as well. It just hit me right now. I'll tell you. I'm gonna do that. I'll and I I'll offer you this advice: if you do. You can cook twice a week. Like I'll cook Sunday and usually make enough meals through Friday. But if I do Sunday and Wednesday, if I do another cook on Wednesday, usually the Wednesday food can last me through the weekend. That's what I need to Um, do. My schedule isn't as consistent on the weekend as it is on the week. I mean, I I remember I have, I have a more consistent schedule Monday through Friday because of the job that I have. You have your schedule, you know, is mapped out all over the place. And so what I would tell you to do is I would look, I would go, go to your agenda and see where you're at. And then like right in the times that you're eating, you know, like if you're, because because of your schedule being kind of all over the place, then you can kind of time out like when you're going to eat based on like when you're going to sleep, when you're going to play your gigs um, and do it that way so that you know what food you need to have ready when. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I'm going to implement it in my time management plan. Yeah. That I've been that, that is going really well. That by could the work way. really well. Yeah. For you, I think. So like that. Yeah. I can implement it, make it part of it. So I'm going to I'm going to do that and I'm going to stay consistent and I am going to eat all my carbs. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna stick to my my Wait, are numbers. You eat, are you not eating your food? Um, no, I'm going under on carbs. I'm 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 on a daily at about 140 grams, 150 grams of carbs. Oh my God, I had one, yeah, I had one bowl of food yesterday that was 140 grams of carbs. Yeah, so I think that's affecting me. <laughs> I think that's I think that's throwing everything off, and it's what's causing that in, intense level of hunger. I think my body's begging for that nutrition, and then when I choose to consume it. It's at the wrong hour. It's eating pizza at midnight. It's mm. throwing all these things off. So I have I'm 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 really glad, you know, we talked about, you know, macros. If you're new to the macros world and you're listening to this, give it a shot. It's it's it does work. Don't listen to any of the the stuff I had to say because I've been wrong. Okay? It works. It's a solid system. There's different ways that you can find out your numbers. I think um, I think it's good because it does allow for flexible dieting. I don't I've done restrictive diet programs where it does not allow you to eat certain kinds of foods. It's not sustainable. Like keto or paleo, for instance, um, which I think are very effective for a period of time. Yes, they definitely But are. when you're talking about, you know, an entire, you know, a lifetime, um, it becomes less um, effective in its ability to be sustainable. Right. You know. And we need consistency. That's the key word here. Consistency. Yeah, consistency is the key. That's been our key word. For sure. Yeah. I'm best when I'm consistent. Yep. And we need to stick to that. We're, we're consistent with our workouts. And why is pizza consistently good? Always. <laughs> All pizza from everywhere. It doesn't matter. You know, I heard I heard it once described as sex that even though even when it's bad, it's good. Could be, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You're uh, eating a bad pizza, and it's like, yeah, well, but it's, it's still, still pizza. It's still pretty it's still good. good. It's still enjoying yeah. it. It's still com- comforting, and it's yeah. warm, and it's filling, and it's it's got all these wonderful things about it. Yum. So we're going to continue working out this week. Yes. All right. You're going to sign up for the Wadapalooza online qualifier challenge. Uh Okay. So I'm really excited about that. George, I'm so happy you're going to do it and that you decided to do it. (laughs) 
nodding his head. Just nodding my I don't even. This I is, wish I was doing the, the live stream right now just to see. The, <laughs> George is like, the, who the fuck are you to decide this for me? I feel like now me? that I've made, I've taken a stand at not signing up, I need to just not sign up. No, don't do that. But what's the benefit in signing up? I'm doing it. Oh. So just to like get on board? No, man. Just to like, you know. What? Keep me company. I don't know. Let's do it together. Come on. I'm still doing the workouts. All right. He's going to sign up. So you're going to sign up. Come on. All right. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep you posted on the Instagram. Yeah. So um, we're going to keep, keep working out. We're going to be consistent in our diet. We're going to be consistent in our macros. Um and and uh, yeah and 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 that's all that that's all i got for this week i've enjoyed everything we've talked about yeah it's been a it's good it's good it's, it's good. good and i'm glad we're at like more, at a more peaceful place i'm really grateful for the last episode i really i can't say it enough i can't say it enough and um so our listener count keeps going up and up and up. And as always, we just want to thank you. Continue submitting those uh, reviews on iTunes, uh, five-star reviews, please. And, and we're just so grateful for you. The comments have been great. Follow us at, what is it? At Malaka Media on Instagram. All right. George, I am at George I. Sanchez also on Instagram. I am Carlos Escanilla underscore LMHC on Instagram. George, you got anything else? Anything you want to say before we sign off? Uh, No, I'm good. Thanks. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I'm not signing up for Waterpalooza. Bye. All right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens. Follow us. It's to stay posted on our Instagram. Bye. Okay, okay. Bye. 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 Oh my god, that's funny. Uh